OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even the superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. P underscore features. Hello, Internet. Oof, buttery. And then there's Mauer. Beep you. Mm, nice and just to the point. Just sultry. Like a like a scalpel. <laughs> let, me, let me hear your old jazz voice. Beep you. There it is. Well, don't don't breathe like that. That, was, that, that got a little creepy. <laughs> Beep you, listeners. I, I just heard some mouth noise. It was like Mauer. It was like uh, Huey's back <laughs> like on he was the mic. <laughs> yeah, I got a headache, so uh, you didn't get the intense beep you. B- features, let me get a beep you. Let me get like a Mauer beep you. Let me. I want. I want to hear. I want to hear features gusto beep you, hmm. like guttural. I just want to use the word gut a lot. Beep you. That's not bad. That wasn't bad. That's was kind of Captain Caveman-y. All right. Well, let me see. Hold on. Hold on. All right. All right. You can't hear my neck crack. That's that was dumb. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and beep. No, I can't do it. I don't. I don't have the All guttural. Right, guys. Guys. I don't have it. I got this. Beep you. That hurt so much. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was uh, that was pure. <laughs> that was pure. <laughs> God, I, I mean, I don't. I really just threw my headphones off. That hurt a lot. All right. Anyway, welcome don't to the Wednesday. Don't mess with the master. Don't what? What? Welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about the news. The, the new news. No. The news. The new news. But he's allowed to mess with my catchphrases. I can't mess with his. You, he wasn't messing with it. He was picking up your slack. No, other. You know what? Fine. Say it. And the news. The new news. Thank you. We, we're giving the people what they want. No, they want our... the comic related current events. Comic related current events. Comic related current events. Comic related current events. Hey. Hey. What? We were th- going round robin. I thought we were all going to do the last word. Comic. Related. Current. Events. <laughs> we're bad at this. All right. Uh, we got plenty. That's of th- three minutes. <laughs> we got plenty of things to talk about. No, we don't. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> but there is some interesting things. Like, for example, Hickman's been accused of plagiarism. So that sucker. Wow. Sucker. That's what we're going with today. All Jive, right. Jive turkey. Jive. Can Just this call him a JT? Can, I did. can we please call this issue Hickman's a jive turkey suckers and jive turkeys <laughs> maybe Huey write that down because that's awesome all right what's next cosmic ghost rider actually set fury up Ooh, ooh. and aquaman 2 has been delayed due to momoa being run over by a bulldozer um uh what i said it so it's got to be true Okay, well, we all know that's definitely not true, but well, I wish Momoa the best. 
<laughs> the best response. All right, let's uh, let's break into the comic stuff first, and let's go into uh, Jonathan Hickman uh, and the accusations that he has plagiarized part of Powers of Ten, House of X. It's actually one particular issue. Uh, but for anybody unaware, little catch up. Jonathan Hickman's a a, a writer, a, a renowned writer for Marvel. He's he's been able to do a lot of interesting things with, with Fantastic Four uh, and Avengers and the X Men. Well, so recently, <laughs> uh, we don't know how great it's been yet. So far, I'm digging what the thought is. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. But Maurer, what was the plagiarism aspect of this? So there's just story aspects that could be plagiarized. Not to go too de- deep into it to honor the wishes of the original writer. Um, they had even said like, "Hey, I noticed that people are saying these are similar," um, and they've gone on to support the writing and just saying. It could be plagiarized, but it also could just be two people having similar ideas. Um, that That's the long end of it. And when you read the article, it reads like they don't want this to be talked about anymore. Like they just want it to be over. They've, been, they've gotten support. Um, Webb, who is uh, Claire North is the pen name, has actually said, you know what? I'm supporting hickman and i'm supporting this book and the the reason why it's become a thing is because hickman actually praised the original novel that where the ideas seem like it came from so her fan base or his fan base or whoever her fan base was saying hey he's ripping you off right and they they're the the volatile ones (laughs) they're the loud ones yep and you know what when i first heard it i was going to dive real deep into it but after reading the article like claire really wants people just to let it go she doesn't think either one she got paid Two, she's a ghostwriter. Or three, she honestly believes like, hey, two people could have the same idea at different times. Or sure. Why couldn't her novel just have inspired his? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you you have you have an idea that ended up in a, an X Men book. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's really just the uh, Moira McTaggart part of it. Right, and the what second issue? Yeah. I don't. We're, we're too. We're too new into this book that I don't want to necessarily talk about it just yep. yet because it's a little too, little too fresh. And everything you read in this book is changed, like hugely changing the X Men and Marvel landscape. Well, and it's doing the the natural Hickman of I'm not quite sure where this is going just yet. Yeah, but, this could suck. Right, but the hey, his payoffs have never been bad. But it takes a while to get to said payoffs, so it's going to be a little bit of confusion for a while. Which is why I don't want to jump into this all just yet. But moving on, I don't I I don't think that it was true plagiarism. And if the original art, author was like, "No, nah, I support this," I think we should all just let it go and enjoy the book for what it is. Yep. Turn the other page. So people are complaining about. Literally one aspect of an entire work. Uh, it's a pretty major aspect of the issue. Of the issue. Of the, so it all comes down to a single issue and, and a single character in a single issue. But that character, without going through and spoiling this, that character and that part of the issue is huge for this story. So depending on how this develops, Claire might take her words back in the future. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Well, okay. we'll we'll keep you informed, Firesiders. We'll keep Tune you informed. In. <laughs> Tune in next week to see if plagiarism is true. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, moving on from there, let's just talk briefly about some of the sales uh, from July because it's still a little shocking to me. Um, so, what do you think is number one? Batman. <laughs> that's, that's a you know what? <laughs> I can't I can't knock you for saying that. Uh, no, Batman is not number one. What do you think is number one? Walking Dead. You know what? It should be, but it's not. 
No. So number one is uh, House of Ten. Or uh, yeah, Power, no, House of X. House of X, House Power of, of X. Ten. Power of Ten is number two. Okay. Right? They, uh, both of which... How many did they sell? Let me get the actual number. A lot. Yeah. Uh, well, 100... Uh, so... Uh, House of X got 185,000. Uh, That's not a lot. Uh, uh, no, it's not really a lot. That's the comic sales in general right now. 167,000 for uh, Powers of 10. And then after that, you've got Amazing Spider-Man. Just think about that for a second. The top comics. So let's say they each represent one person each, even though some people buy multiple. Mm-hmm. You could fit probably the majority of the major comic fans that are buying comics into a medium-sized city or small city. Well, that's what I, That's why we had a whole issue on can the comic industry survive without comic books? Because the truth is, is that they're not selling like they used to sell. Even with this, the, the, the resurgence of comic fandom, it's not really about the books. The books are giving us what, you know, what we eventually want to see in the movies and such. And for those of us who still read the comics, it's still important for us to, to you know, go to the shop every Wednesday. It's still, it's still a part of our daily routine. But for the vast majority of, of superhero fans right now, it's nothing to do with the actual print. Listen, Stan willed it to be, so it'll be. He said digital, it's like a pair of boobies. It's- one of the best. Nice to look at on the screen, but they feel even better in your hand. Yeah, yeah. But you'd rather hold them in your Excelsior. hand. Excelsior. Excel. Nuff said. <laughs> um, Tell us the rest of the news. Well, it's, it's okay. So next is Amazing Spider-Man. After that is The Walking Dead. Uh, and then Batman Last Night on Earth. Batman Curse of the White Knight. Batman Who Laughs. Then Black Cat. Again? Again. He's in the top 10. That's amazing. That's the writer just buying every issue. <laughs> Immortal Hulk, and then uh, ending with Batman is the top 10. So, Batman. 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 Batman, you say? Batman. Batman's <laughs> wife? I am the knight. <laughs> the, the, the last knight on Earth, or the white knight? I am the knight that saves DC and makes all their money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am Batman. Keep going. I am sales goals. <laughs> I'm tired of this joke. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next bit of news. After that, we've got uh, Captain Capullo. So Greg Capullo has signed an exclusive deal with DC, uh, the artist of um, Dark Knight's Metal, uh, artist of pretty much everything Scott Snyder's been doing for a while. Uh, and he's, guess who he's working with on this exclusive Who's secret project? Who's he working with? Scott, Scott Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. Scott Snyder? How'd I know that? Because it's Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, if you're unaware. It's better than you saying Zack Snyder all the time. I know. I'm getting it right this time. I'm getting it right. Zach Scott and Snyder? Scott? Zach? Zach? Scott. Scott. Snot? Snyder. Snot. 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 Scott. Scott. Michael Bay. Explosions! <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> Product placement. <laughs> Michael Bay. Pepsi. Dick and fart jokes. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. Terrence and Philip. <laughs> Michael Bay, racist dialogue. Yeah, oh, well, that's that's pretty true. Michael Bay, Megan Fox needs a tan. Just keep going. I just yeah. want to see how far <laughs> we can take this. Michael Bay, Bad Boys Three. Okay, well, Bad Boys One and Two, you can't really knock him for that. Right. Like, I, look, I'm not a Michael Bay fan, but actually, I want to go back in time. I really wanted to see yeah. just then. I'm, uh, yeah. but I'm not. Um, <laughs> Because you, you gave us the numbers for July, and DC recently talked about sales numbers for their digital content at San Diego Comic-Con. And they're saying that the sales have plateaued because the way that they were going after everything wasn't quite matching what the rest of the world is doing. 
So their new strategy is one, advertise <laughs> as well. They haven't marketed their digital content well. But two, they're saying the future is in subscriptions. And the way they were talking makes me think even more that the DC Universe subscription is just going to be digital content like those little shorts that they do and comics. And the shows might move on to that other programming. I doubt all of the shows will move. I don't think all of them people care that much. I think it'll be all like the older shows and stuff like that. I'll still say, um, well, the new, the new show it, content. Didn't we do an issue? I feel like we're the Simpsons now. Did we do the issue about advertising for comics? Yes. Because it's a little weird that you have all these comic book movies out here that are like the biggest. I see ads for comics all the time now. Why aren't they in every comic book movie? If you're Marvel Studios, why would you not be running every ad for every major like Maximum or Ultimate or Words? Absolute Carnage. Absolute. That's the word. Absolute Carnage. I'm amazed we're not seeing that everywhere. I'm amazed. Because I still think they think they're looking at it as the comic books are their advertising. I wouldn't be surprised if the budget that they put for comics is what most companies would put for major advertising for films. That's probably true. And that's a shame because the, the comics need a little, they, they need more love well, than the movies do. Which the movies, could be why they're not doing as well because they're not treated as a, a property to be sold. It's as a disposable income to get something else sold. Look, look at all of the digital media that they have. All of the cartoons and the TV shows. There should be an ad for these running on all of them. Know where they run ads? Sci-Fi Network? YouTube. And freaking wrestling. You go to YouTube and there's like a really cool like interview for each major book that comes out for Marvel. DC doesn't do it, but for Marvel, does, and they're great. I love each one of them. It's always, it says C.B. Sobolski is in every single one of them. He's kind of charismatic. I love C.B. Sobolski. I'm not going to lie. C.B. Sobolski. We make fun of him a lot, but he's a charismatic I, look, guy. I'm not making, this is not me making fun of him. C.B. C.B. Sobolski. C.B. Sobolski. It's just, <laughs> the, the name is just too fun to say. C.B. Sobolski. Sobolski. <laughs> the fact that he, remember like, I'm sure he hates the fact that shows like ours bring this up all the time. But remember when he pretended to be a, a Japanese man? He, he, had, he had a cool name already. C.B. Sobolski. That's not his real name. C.B. Sobolski? No. You think someone picked C.B. Sobolski? <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody definitely picked his Japanese name. He, he did. He did. <laughs> Wasn't he a Japanese woman? When he was writing that? I thought he was a Japanese. I don't know. I, I, again, I, things that we probably don't need to bring rehash. C.B. Sobolski. C.B. Sobolski, the C. Japanese Sibolsky. man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so DC is going to be pushing the digital content more. Uh, right now, it's like 200,000 back issues that are on the DC universe. They do need to fix their app to not suck because Marvel has it great because they use the same engine that uh, everybody that Amazon uses is the comicsology. You know that app, um, what that fire reader or fire something made fire made fire. Those have you ever read those? So anybody unaware, made fire is an app that I've seen on my Apple TV that has like the injustice comics, but they motion comics. They turn everything into a motion comic. Why can't every comic be like that? Because nobody wants to pay for them. I would pay for that. Did you buy anything on the made fire app? The injustice ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When when Aquaman had those giant crab creatures eating people, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Well done. Uh, all right. So anyway, moving on. I digress. Secret project was secret. All right. Let's talk about let's talk about Joshua Williamson for a second. For anybody unaware of Joshua Williamson, that's who's been writing the Flash for quite a while. Uh, ever since Rebirth, Joshua Williamson has been the person for Flash. And remember, he had a really cool story. We were all kind of stoked for Joshua Williamson because he seemed like the every fan mm -hmm. got the opportunity of a lifetime. Remember when everyone was talking about <laughs> him during the the Rebirth announcement? 
that he was just a guy that would show up to the all of the writers and say, hey, I got an idea. Hey, I got an idea. And he would just always have samples of his work. And then they were like, all right, fine. You can write The Flash. How bad was The Flash doing that? They just had some <laughs> random guy at Comic-Con. They were like, all right, you can write The Flash. But he's done phenomenal work with The Flash so far. Godspeed, obviously, that's Josh. Yeah, I was going to say. All the new forces. I mean, he's made The Flash mythos a lot more interesting. He's yeah. been. He had an idea. He's had a lot of ideas. He guys, I got an idea. And they're going well. Hmm. They're going well. But he's got a book coming out called The Death of the Speed Force. And he's flat out said that that, is the, that title is literal. This will be the death of the Speed Force. How that? How you have a Flash book without the Speed Force? I'm not quite sure. Um, well, wasn't there Flash before the Speed Force existed? But Flash created the Speed Force as he ran. Barry Allen makes yeah, the Speed Force, and the Speed Force exists. It doesn't exist in time like everything else does. Right, but the Speed Force. It wasn't. It wasn't. It but wasn't he was fast fact, without it, right? It wasn't a fact that he created the Speed Force before we knew of the Speed Force. Well, that's called retconning, and now it's that's fact. So, so as, even from the beginning, he was creating it. He always created the Speed Force, but the Speed Force doesn't isn't isn't held back by time. So although Max Mercury was like the first speedster, he was still powered by the Speed Force, which was created by Barry Allen when Barry Allen started running. But because it exists throughout time, it's very similar to like Doctor Manhattan. It's like a, yeah. a, another dimension kind of thing. So everybody it exists every, at all times at once, right? So just because although Barry Allen created it, it doesn't change the fact that even at the beginning of the dawn of time. The Speed Force was still there. Speed Force is the Phoenix Force. Essentially. Nah, well, it's not like an... I mean, it is kind of like an... I'm, no. It's the same through every universe. No, well, there's one, but there's... But there was still a beginning Phoenix. of time the for Phoenix, that. The Phoenix Force is a thing that flies around as its own entity. There's only one. Right, but yes. the Speed Force is not a th an entity that exists. Like, there's not like a centralized place that you go, right there's the Speed Force. Speed Force is like all... You have Everywhere. To, yeah, you have to go a certain speed to, to access... It's like Metachlorians. Oh, 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 that was just use the force. Did that, did that hurt to say use a little the bit? Force. Anyone on Can you break down Metachlorians? Like, you can't just say a word <laughs> like that. <laughs> that is George Lucas's way of explaining the force not being a religion. Yeah, it's a parasite. It's like, it's like a, like a bacteria that allows you to connect to it. It's, it's just, they're all around us. You serious? It's a thing. All right, dumb. It's. Hmm. Sorry, Siri, for some reason, no matter what I say, thinks I'm talking to my phone. Um, so, let's, so that's Joshua Williamson. I'm excited for this book. It's, when, he, when he was talking about it, it was pretty funny. He goes, uh, he was like, so I had an idea, and I'm like, can I do this, or can I do that? And they were like, I was expecting them to say no, but they were like, yeah, absolutely. And he went, oh, it's on. Well, that's like when we talked to Jonathan Mayberry, and he was like, I had these ideas. I wanted to destroy Vibranium. And he's like, they're never going to let me. I'm like, yeah, come for a meeting. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. So it sounds like these uh, comic creators are more open to drastic change in the past few years. Because yeah, sales are flattening. <laughs> yeah, do anything, to, anything to, to spruce it up a bit. Speaking of sales, there's a, a way for you to make a quick buck if you or somebody you know knows an owner of a comic shop. Are you guys listening? We're listening. Well, DC has told retailers... Uh... To destroy... I'm amazed. We just had this conversation. I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> destroy the latest issue of Superman and Supergirl, issue 14 of Superman, and issue 33 with Supergirl. New issues will be sent out with new covers due to the covers having something to do with the story I'm gonna tell inside. You, right now, because of what you just said, that's going to be the reason why we don't get free copies of anything. They're not going to, no, they're going to go, hey, remember when they told everyone to keep the stuff we said to burn? Yeah, don't send them anything. <laughs> what I'm really saying is if you are the owner of a comic shop that's listening to this, 
send us a couple copies. Yeah, do me a favor. Because you know this is what's going to happen. Everybody who owns a comic shop, because they know exactly how comic fans work, right? As soon as something's the exclusive version of it, everyone's going to go nuts. So they said, burn these. So everyone went, well, no, put that box in the back. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. what, are you t- what are you talking about? We'll put that on eBay next week. Yeah, all, all DC did. It's the same when they pulled uh, Batman Damned. Yeah, the right? Batawang. Yeah, when they, put, when they pulled it because of the Batawang, that, that book became... So hard to come across. Remember how the prices for that went through the roof minutes after that was announced? It's one of the few books you can also find with a CGC rating of a 10. Because uh, you don't get many 10s. That's true. He said the battle was so hard to come across. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's Beavis. You're like both Beavis and Butthead simultaneously over there. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we were making fun of him, and then he just started doing it naturally. <laughs> uh, are you done? Okay, we're stopping that now. Moving on. All right, so yeah, keep those issues and then send us one, please. Want to hear some news about Nick Fury? Okay. All right. So He's first really off, David Hasselhoff. First off, that would be awesome. Before we can even get into this news, we need to talk about Original Sin. Original Sin was a book that came out a couple years ago. Are you talking about it's too, too late to talk about Original Sin? Yeah. All right, I'll make this quick. Original Sin was a book that uh, told us a lot of new information uh, about, for example, Tony Stark was the reason why the Gamma Bomb went off, uh, which created the Incredible Hulk. It was the first time we ever saw Hulk where he, hold, he held the eye and was crying. Anyway, Uatu the Watcher died. Uatu the Watcher is a character who literally observes the universe uh, and is not allowed to interact, and then he's just washed up dead on shore. And then everyone thought it was Nick Fury who killed him, the original white Nick Fury. And not, what happens not when Sam Jackson Nick Fury? What happens when you get his eye? Uh, it shows you the truth, your truth. That's how uh, that's how the uh, Bruce Banner found out about Tony Stark. Um, anyway, so turns out that Nick Fury isn't the reason that he died. Nope. So they're retconning that book, which is actually a kind of a cool book. He became the Unseen, which for anybody who watched Avengers Endgame or Infinity War, that's pretty much the unseen. what they turned Red Skull into is the Unseen. So it's just a guy who literally has to observe the universe like a watcher, but it's shitty for some reason. Vormir. <laughs> like he's not allowed to do anything. He's yeah. not on Vormir. Remember, Nick Fury's on the moon. Yeah. Chained to the moon. Can't leave the moon. Chained to the moon. Mm-hmm. That's why he's like chains. He's like he's floating and he's covered in chains and crap. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, what happened with Cosmic Ghost Rider? Mal- Cosmic Ghost Rider got pissed off at Watu because Cosmic Ghost Rider was going around through the universe and time was like, I'm gonna save my family. I got the power to now. Cosmic Ghost Rider is Frank Castle. It's the original Punisher. Different. Okay, that's why he's looking for his family. Go ahead. Goes to save his family. Watu's like, uh, uh-uh. grabs the Infinity Gauntlet and just makes them disappear. So Frank Castle, Cosmic Ghost Rider, goes away, puts himself in exile, doesn't mess with the timeline again until this original sin, he goes and he pops a cap in Uatu's ass. So, like, I, I know that the comics are heavily influenced by the movies now, right? When Spider-Man comes out, he shows up and everything. Now, you know, we, we announced Blade, right? Before blades that, Blades and everything. I'm kind of get. It's weird for me to say. I'm kind of getting sick of the Infinity Gauntlet being in everything all the time. Like it's it, annoying. It, it's cool when it shows up periodically, but when everybody has an Infinity Stone and everybody's wielding the Gauntlet constantly, it's just starting to get well, starting to get device. annoying. We're at the end of it. Um, but this isn't just changing original sin. So it turns out that our heroes find Frank Castle, um, in the raft during Breakout instead of when Sentry was there. Really. So, Sentry's history is already 
half created, not really real, uh, implanted memories. So to change what actually was his into something that no longer exists is really confusing. But but then who who also arrested Cosmic Ghost Rider? He put himself into exile. So I think so he put himself in the raft of all places. You're That's what co- it looks like. You're Cosmic Ghost Rider and can ride the spaceways. Right, you can go anywhere you want, and you decide I'm going to go to a dark prison. There's a lot of judgment that needs to happen there. Well, I think he, he was just did, upset. But he, this, this, remember, he's crazy. This isn't this isn't Ghost Rider. This isn't somebody who's trying to judge people. He's just nuts. The the best part of it was that when he gives the eye to Fury, he goes, "You need to move fast because young version of me is going to hunt you right now." <laughs> <laughs> so Ghost Riders now throughout time, multiple versions of him. He's their new old man Logan. It looks like. But he has more power, so he can mess with a whole bunch of stuff. He might be their ultimate nullifier, where he can just go in and like, nope, this is different. Oh my god, this is really off topic, but I just got really excited. For anybody who plays Future Fight, can you imagine when they add Cosmic Ghost Rider? You know that's gonna have Baby Huey. I just heard Galactus. I just heard Baby Huey back there. (laughs) And that boss read is that giant boss read is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, it really is hard. So pretty awesome. Let's move into TV real quick. Yep, because it's real quick. That's everything's real quick because we only had comic news. <laughs> um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Heroes in a Half Shell. So Turtle the, Power. The original. So Eastman and the creators of Rise of the Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon. They uh, talked about the backlash to the show. And to be honest with you, I loved Eastman's response when she, which is pretty much, it's a thirty-five-year-old franchise, and everybody's going to have a version of the turtles that is theirs. And they're not going to be happy about anything that comes afterwards until they actually get a chance to experience it. I still don't like Rise of the Ninja Turtles, the new one. Right? I'm not a big fan. But I also didn't like Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles, but my little brothers did. So and you I, also didn't I like 2003 it. Ninja Turtles. Not really. Not a fan. I did like the Nickelodeon one. I love the new comics. Um, and yeah. So at, I think this is a franchise that you got to cherry pick from now. And then I, yep. you know what? To be honest with you, I'm not against that for everything. I'm not against the idea of, of picking and choosing, having your own iterations. I'm not, I, it's not, it's not a bad idea. I like when they don't stray too far and they still keep the soul of the material into it. Like if the Gather Ninja Turtles come out and they were completely different, like, Oh, you mean like rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. Cause where, that still where, has, where they, where they have magic weapons and they're all different kinds of turtles. And one's got a soft shell and dumb. That's actually a cool part of it. No, it's not. <laughs> it still has the soul of the Ninja Turtles. They're all different turtles, you but, know. But they they're brothers. Boxes. They're all different turtles, and but they're they're brothers. Yeah, but you don't have a brother that's not really related to you. Did you just did you just make fun of my stepbrothers? Is that what no, you just did? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> did you just, did you just inadvertently? Make, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. But, I don't call them my stepbrothers. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. So. There are, like, I've watched probably 15 episodes of it at this point, and I'll go, meh, and then some episodes, like, oh, that's really cool, like, they've got really cool ideas, it's just when they get to the the payoff of the idea, you're like, oh, you almost had me. Nothing's worse than the Bay Turtle, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Loki, we have an idea what his show is, ready? Oh, that's such a cool idea. Loki, but as if Loki was Forrest Gump. That's not a good way to word it, but the idea is cool. So essentially, it's going to be Loki traveling through time using the Space Stone and in- influencing and interfering with, uh, with uh, different points in U.S. history. I like Or not U.S. history, just history in general. All kinds of Tesseracts. 
<laughs> was that your force gump? Is that what that was? <laughs> Life is like an infinity stone. I was going to say the same thing, and I thought it was dumb, so I didn't. I, I brain melded with you there. <laughs> Except um, for you went for it. Yeah, whatever. I don't give a beep. Uh, the just, Now everybody knows what the beep is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the Spirits of Vengeance show changes its title. Do you guys remember this? The Spirits of Vengeance show. Yeah, so the Hulu show that was going to be Ghost Driver and uh, Hellstrom. Hellstrom. Um, Hailstrom, Son of the Devil. Damon Hailstrom. Yep. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Why do you sound like you're sedated? <laughs> he is. Can you see him? David Hailstrom. Uh, Ghost Driver, which <laughs> is Robbie Reyes. You sound like you're... <laughs> you sound like you're like in front of a fire about to talk about diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. It's, it's just coincidental. That you have diabetes. <laughs> Listen, it's not our fault you caught it. You just diabetes. Um... <laughs> What's his name? I can't remember his name. I don't know. Old dude with a mustache. Diabetes. Uh, the new title actually is kind of a spoiler. So it is The Journey Into Fear, which is the old comic from the 70s that was basically about Man-Thing and Morbius. So if they have this kind of be The Journey Into Fear, it could be their almost Tales of the Dark Side for the horror Marvel characters. Swamp Thingy. Swamp Thingy. Man-Thingy. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, but the, we don't want to like let's let's all forget that there was a Man Thing movie and just say Swamp Thingy. Man Thing movie was terrible. And Man Thingy doesn't sound really cool. Yeah, well, Man Thing Man <laughs> Thingy's hysterical, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how much they're gonna have Morbius in this because, well, got the movie coming out. But I would like to see a weekly kind of horror exploration of the Marvel world. Yeah. I mean, I'm into it. All right. Do you want to talk? This is, we're running out of time to talk Arrow in general in life. We only have a couple more months of Arrow well, talk. Well, here, here's what to know for Arrow is that pretty much if you were on a DC television <laughs> show or movie that happened before 2000, you're, you're, in, the you're in the crossover. Justice League crossover. Assemble. That, that was sacrilegious right there. What you just did. Then don't do that again. Justice League. Assemble. Is that your Chris Evans? No, I can't do it, Chris Evans. Um, <laughs> here's the information we know. Everybody ever is going to be in this. The crossover dates spread out between the beginning of uh, December all the way to the beginning of January, so before and after the mid-season break. The final episodes of Arrow will not be the crossover. That will be episode eight. You have ten episodes in the season, so they'll have the crossover, They'll have the epilogue to the crossover in Arrow, and then they'll have the series finale. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's that. Other than that, uh, I know Sony's working on Spider-Verse television shows, because why wouldn't they? That's a bit well, of that. So let's get to the Momoa news. Oh, yeah, right. We talked about that in the beginning. We have to. Um, he hit by a bulldozer. He tweeted out a video. Hey, DC, sorry. I'm going to have to delay filming of Aquaman 2, because I'm I've been run over by a bulldozer. There is a telescope that they're trying to build in Hawaii that they want to build on sacred ground. And a lot of the Hawaiian residents are up in arms and Momoa and his sons and all are like chaining themselves to the trees there and like standing in front of this construction crew. Um, and he literally said he's not going to do anything 
until this is resolved. So he's contractually obligated to Aquaman 2, but I don't think they're going to challenge him. Not, not if he's out protesting. No, yeah. That's, like, a ba- that's a real bad look. <laughs> it's a real bad look. Warner Brothers is like, look, I don't really care. We got money to make. Get your ass back in the sea. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Go talk to them damn fish. I'm paying you a lot of money. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Terrible. Um, where it's wetter. <laughs> Endgame directors tell why Black Panther was the first to return. Because it was it's, it's, this is the dumbest news in the world. This is this is what happens when comic book resources has a has here a rough it is. Day. Sam. They wanted to be the first person to talk to Cap. Sam was where when he dusted? Wakanda. So if Wakanda gets a big circle portal thing, who's going to come through that first? Black Panther. Leading his army. That's it. Wow. It was just a plot device to make sure Sam was the first person to talk to Cap. All right. Yeah. On that note. Um, There's a whole bunch of comic costumes on SummerSlam this weekend. On that note. On that Superman note, Superman joined Twitter. Mauer, do that thing. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside pretty much everywhere, as long as your social media choices are Instagram, Facebook, sometimes Twitter. You can also find us. What is the Twitter one? Fireside Crew. <laughs> what is the other ones? Welcome to Fireside. Thank you. <laughs> you gotta say what they are. No, you don't. <laughs> if you search Welcome to Fireside, you'll find us everywhere. Yeah, but you didn't say Welcome to Fireside. I said you can find us at Welcome to Fireside pretty much everywhere. No, you did. Yeah, he did Betty? Kinda. All right, never mind. Even though he what's forgot, up, he forgot the two. Forgot the two. Yeah, he said, "Welcome Fireside." Oh, that's important. Nah. You, you need the two. Um, you can find features sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Where? <laughs> Under a bridge. Under a what? This is this is what happens when Mauer starts making a joke but doesn't actually have a punchline. <laughs> I was going to say under the sea. Under the sea. But I didn't want to hear you say that. Under the sea. Um. Yeah. Uh. Mr. Mauer. I'm features. Menti. <laughs> you got to do the last part now. Don't forget to check us out on the OG Podcast Network app. That's OGPodcastNetwork.com or the app. Deuces. See, he's led to that, but I can't interrupt his new news. No, Excelsior. No. Beep you. Excelsior. Beep you. You you feel like there's some power when you say it, too, because you're like, (laughs) watch this. Day, bow, bow. (laughs) You just have to do it. (laughs) Day, bow, bow. (laughs) Day, bow, bow. I'm just going to keep going now. (laughs) (laughs) You done now? Are you you trying to to prove you're above it? I'm I'm resisting. Day, bow, bow. You still did it. <laughs> nope. Nope, nope. Bitches.